Hey, this is the She Strong series presented by She Marketplace. My name is Vera Way. I'm Joshua T. Berglund. Thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, today, we have a very special guest. She speaks seven languages. She's an inventor. She's an actor. She's a model. She's a philanthropist. And most of all, a great mom. And this girl is Conchita Lifflane. So good to have you today. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, it's nice to be here. It's beautiful. Thank you. Merci. Thank How you. did you speak so many languages? Tell us more. Um, I'm, I, I'm an ambassador's daughter. So oh, okay. Ambassador's okay. daughters comes together with traveling and living in different countries. That's amazing. Yes, it is. And um, so um, I have lived in yeah several different countries and my my main language is dutch okay yes. so um i um i've learned french in belgium and then italian in italy and wow um, so on so on yeah that's amazing and also your daughter she speaks quite a few languages as well yes, right yes. she's she... learning she's, she speaks english uh -huh. knows a little bit of dutch you yeah know, she yeah. still hasn't picked it up that well and she speaks french and yeah. is learning chinese Mandarin, wow. actually, Mandarin. right? Mandarin. Yeah. I can be her tutor. There you go. You speak Mandarin? Of course. Yes. 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 I speak fluent Mandarin. I read and write fluent Mandarin yeah. as well. Yeah, she, she does too. She just yeah. writes it and sometimes she sees things on a restaurant. She goes, yeah. Mommy, this means, and she tells me. Yeah. She's the one who taught me, um, oh, Ni hao ma. <laughs> there <laughs> you go. <laughs> And she's only eight years old, right? Yeah. No, yeah. she's ten now. Oh, she's ten. She's, she's, she's ten. ten. Yeah. She's ten. She she's becoming a little woman. Yes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no pun intended. She's such a little woman. Yes. That's awesome. So, what memories jumped uh, out when we think about your childhood? I grew up in politics, so my yeah. father was a prime minister, a minister of internal affairs and yeah. justice, and yeah. then he became a, a temporary prime minister, yeah. and um, um, then an ambassador. So yeah. my childhood was uh, basically very isolated and yeah. not isolated, both of them, because yeah. my, they still tried for me to just walk and run in the streets and still play with my friends and everything, Yeah. but um, I lived through a coup d'etat. Yeah. Yes, what does that, that mean? Coup d'etat is when somebody tries to take over the country. <gasps> yes, and I lived through that. Yes, yes, oh yes. Oh my god! I was a kid. We had to flee the house and everything. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so that is part of my childhood. And then also, uh, we moved to Brussels, to Belgium. Yeah. And um, um, my brother and I were the only black kids in the whole school. Wow. The whole school, not just class, the whole school. Oh my god. Yes, and um, we were. It, it was beautiful. They treated us like royalty. Really? Yes, yes. And that's amazing. It is amazing because it's just a lot of racism in Belgium, a lot. And yeah. We also ignored the ones that didn't. Yeah. That's why it was beautiful. Because we right. ignored it because it wasn't really part of us. Right. Because Belgian people are direct. If they don't like you, they don't like you. They, they will avoid tell you. you to your face. That's <laughs> it. They will tell you to your face and they will avoid you. Wow. Growing up. What was the biggest, the, the takeaway, like growing up in that setting as have, being an ambassador's daughter? Yes. What is the most important life lesson that stuck with you from childhood to now that you still apply to your life? Dignity. Dignity. Yes. I um, love that one. Honor. Honor. Honesty. Yeah. 
Integrity. Integrity. Yeah. I've never heard my dad curse one day in his life. Uh huh. Yes. Uh -huh. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. My dad is one of the most honorable people I know. Wow. One hundred percent. Wow. Yes. And it's like for him, that is the most important thing to him. Yeah. Is yeah. be an honorable person. Love it. And that's how everybody still knows it. Yeah. 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 I want to go back to the racism comment yeah. that, yeah. that yeah. you're talking about. Growing yeah. up. Even because I know people experience racism here in America as well. Yeah. But overseas, like, how did your parents teach you how to deal with that? I love that. Okay, you yeah. know what's really funny? When I grew up in Suriname, I did not know racism. Okay. And Suriname is the most diverse country you will ever find in South America. It is. Yeah. Because it okay. has every race: white, black, Asian, Indonesian, yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. But the only difference was there it's classism. So if you have a lot of money, if you're, if everything is, you know, I they see. don't discriminate you. But if you're poor, they discriminate you. I see. So that's what I grew up with. So it, that's the difference, but it's not different. Oh. You know, it's it's horrible. Okay. But okay. that so I didn't know racism. So I didn't know my my color could be challenged or my color could right. be seen as mm, you're less. Yeah. Even though, for example, the people wow. from the interior were Indians, and then you had the blacks that basically still look like they just got came there from Africa. Wow. So, but discrimination among my family and friends? No. You, I mean, it wasn't really. I don't remember any of it. Right, right, right. The moment I moved to Belgium, yeah, I started to know what it was. Yeah. Because um, um, in school it was okay, but sometimes there was something like black peat. Black peat is, a, is, is a, where they paint their faces black, and it's like a Christmas thing, like in the beginning of December. Uh -huh. And that's my first confrontation uh -huh. with racism, even though we also had something like black peat in Syria. Yeah, yeah. But it's eliminated there now. Wow. <laughs> this is so, in Belgium. This is in Belgium, yeah. So I'm curious. Uh, when did you move to the United I States? I moved here. Um, I moved to like 26 years ago. Okay, okay. So my my question so is, did you feel any differences? In yeah. California? Yeah. Absolutely not. Oh. Okay. I felt so good in California. Right, right. And when I moved to California, yeah, I'm like, hey, you know, you, you don't pay attention to it either, but you right. see that people just embrace you. You have your friends, they embrace you. You just all live together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's how I lived here the whole you know past years and yeah, all that yeah so yeah. i never really felt it how how do you so it's one thing with just being a woman and everything a woman has to overcome to make her place in the world yes. but then being a minority yes like how do you i would imagine that that has to make you angry sad it's a mix of emotions but how do you rise above that yeah it is a mix of emotions and mm. i think my daughter makes me rise above that oh wow because then yeah. i look at her and i'm like she's both yeah, my daughter is black and white. Yeah, and I look at her. I'm like, you know what? You were created by both, so you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna be put my get be put down by any of you. Right, right, exactly. Of your, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, um, I, I have thick skin, so I feel that I can really handle. It. Yeah. Because I seriously look at those people and I feel like you are pitiful. Exactly. You have so yeah. many issues and I hope you can work around it. Exactly. Because I am yeah. I don't have that. Yeah, yeah. So what like when you are down, we all have up and downs, mm -hmm. especially someone who's so successful as you. Um, you know, you probably went through more failures than anybody else out mm -hmm. there. So what keeps you going? 
Like when you are down, what make you get back up and keep fighting? Um, to be honest, I would say, because I know that people went through more failures than I did. So to be honest, I'm not gonna say, oh my God, I went through so many failures because right. I've gone through more successes than failures. Okay. You know, okay, so okay. I'm not gonna be like the the pitiful one. Failure is a wrong word. I yeah. would say downs, right? The, yeah. the, the, the valleys, the, yes. the hurdles. I had, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, hurdles. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I have yeah, had yeah. many hurdles. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. I just um, um, I just keep on thinking about the people who have succeeded. Yes. And I think about how far they be they've become. Right. And I know that they also had to go through hurdles because exactly. the road is never straight. It always never like ever. That. And yeah. I just told myself I won't give up until giving up is <laughs> the last thing I have to yeah. do. But, I yeah. mean until I have to go through. Yep. Hell to you know, but yeah. I will not give up, and just I just cannot give up Never, especially when it's gave up. something that i know can be done yeah and it's a realistic dream yeah don't give up i mean it's yep. just hard work cuz everybody has to work hard or has to go right. through you know some challenges yeah, sometimes exactly and then some people you know they everything is just given to them but the satisfaction of saying like i did it i went through so much there you go. to get here there you go it's just bittersweet who is still that value into you? My parents. Yep, my mom and dad. <laughs> Back to what we just discussed again, right? Absolutely. So you build a really solid foundation growing up mm -hmm. with a strong family ties and family values. Absolutely, yep. And also, I'm gonna tell you, my brothers. I have four brothers and they made me very confident. They made me very strong. So I, I hope you understand what I mean. Oh, I understand yes. what you mean. So that's how you've managed to stay single yeah. all these years and just wait for the right one. Absolutely. Where everybody else is just yeah, dating they anybody just they can. Jump on everybody they can jump on. No, sometimes it's just okay to just focus on something else if you don't have the right one. You know, I mean, to me that is extremely important. That's <laughs> an empowered women right there. Absolutely, it's okay to just say no. And, you know, like. So who are your role models growing up? You mentioned you see other people successful, succeed, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, they are your role models. Who are your top few role models? Okay, so um, always the same, Tina Turner. Tina Turner. She's, Tina Turner. Yes, and um, um, she's not, I don't know, you know, it's not, a, it's not an entrepreneur, you know, has a product or anything, but she's her product. And she has shown the world that with ups and downs, she still stood strong. So how, like you, you were in entertainment industry, but then you became an inventor. Yes. So how does that journey look like? I will always be an entertainer. I'm still right. a singer and I will still do anything entertainment, you know, but um, I just have a love for business yes. and I have a love for cosmetics. Yes. And especially a love for lashes. Mm. I have been wearing lashes for mm, years. <laughs> I'm not saying it. <laughs> I've known you for six years and I, I still don't even know. <laughs> so, um, yes, yeah, so it was um, the most natural thing for me to get into. Mm. And uh, But I will always be an entertainer. If you mm. ask me to stop everything but just pick one, I'll be on stage singing and dancing. 
You have a beautiful voice. Thank you. Love your songs, and they are powerful as well. Thank you. You know the message in your songs are really, really powerful. Thank you. Yeah, I love your, I love your music. How did you come up with the idea for the lash app and curl? Okay, so first I was selling lashes, and um, but the problem everybody had is I can't apply them. It's so difficult and blah blah. So you know people really had a hard time. Yeah. And um, me too. I also had a hard time, so I was always going and laying down for like hours so they can put it for me, or the ones that you do one by one, but it takes forever. It、so, costs a lot of money too. Costs a lot of money. Costs so much money. And、um, so I started looking online. How can I help my clients? You know, to apply it easier. And. I talked to my cousin one night, and、um, she was talking. I was showing her that I had like a little plastic thing that I put the lash on, so you can hold it in front of your eye and look, see how it looks. So、oh, it's all cute. And then she said, "Yeah, but you were looking for something to apply lashes. You can't apply lashes like that." I said, "No, but..." And then all of a sudden, I stopped and I said, "Wait, yes, you can." <laughs> So I started taking every metal piece in my house I put together. <laughs> my own applicator at that time looked horrible, but and then I sent a picture to my cousin. I said, "Wait, there is no applicator that basically has a 90 degree for people to do it easier because my eyesight isn't as good as other people's eyesight. So、right. this just gets just beats one. How do you call it?、Um, One fly, no one, one. I don't know how to say it, but this just solves two problems. That's what it is. One stone, two birds. Yeah, kills, yeah. What is it? Kills one a bird. One stone two, kills two birds. Yeah. Two birds. Two birds. Something stone and birds. That's so bad. How do I not、Absolutely. kill two birds with one stone? There you go. Yeah. There there you go. Go. So basically, for people, I thought we were intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how intelligent that statement is, actually. I know, actually, right? I know, right?、It、Why would you want to kill two birds anyway? I know, I know. <laughs> so let's just say it solved two problems. Yeah. 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 So then,、um, so yeah, so then I realized it solved two problems because when you wear glasses, there are no applicators there for people who wear glasses. Everything you do, you have to just put your hands in front of your eyes, and you know everything is close to the eyes, like your fingers. And um, um, also, you have to. Most of the time, you have to close your eyes. With my applicator, you can open your eyes, really look. Even if you have glasses on, it's 90 degrees, and you can really look. Basically, move it. And the last part of the applicator that opens basically closes up until the last piece of your lash. When it's just a tweezer, it opens up and it closes. So you put it and you open. But then there is the other pieces that are still like you know. So all that was popping in my head, how to create it, and it was all being created in basically one or two days. Wow! I started thinking about how it could be best developed, and I came up with、um, one that is lighter plastic.、Um, it is a FDA-approved plastic, so、mm -hmm. it's a material that will not, um, 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 you know, hurt your eyes or, or, or if it comes on your skin. And um, so um, yeah, and I came up with the lash app and curl because I also wanted something that can curl your own lashes, you know. So it it's has an attachment, pending, right? Yes, it's、yeah. patent pending, and you can、uh, you can remove the、uh, applicator and use it as a curl. So it's two in one. 
awesome. Can't wait to check it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see you try it. Yes, I'd love to. <laughs> What's yeah. the one lesson? Because you took this from idea mm -hmm. to distribution. Mm -hmm. Looking at it now, and it's hard to look back at life and say, hey, I'd like to, I wish I could change this. But if there's something that you learned that you would do different towards your next invention, mm -hmm. what would it be? It's so hard to say because now I know the steps better because I went through the hard way. Yeah. By finding things out and finding it out the hard way. Like the first mold I made was made in aluminum. And that means I spent all that money to make a mold. But if my product doesn't come out the way I want it, that means I have to throw it out. It means it's in the garbage. So the first mold, it was a disaster. The second mold I made, they made a lot of mistakes. It was just it is another disaster. Oh my God, that company was just horrible because they kept making me think they can change it when they already know that they don't know how to. Wow. Then I brought that same mold to a company who fixed it completely and made it how I wanted. And that's mm. the company I, I work with now. And they're here in the United States. It's oh, an American-made awesome. product. Yes, we're making it right here, California. I know you are a big philanthropist. Yes. What kind of impact you want to make in this world? Um, um, so first of all, tell us what kind of nonprofit are you involved in right now? Okay, uh -huh. so there's several ones. Okay, um, one is Free a Girl. Free a Girl is a Dutch nonprofit. Okay, and it has it frees um, 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 girls that are enslaved. Okay, um, is it sex trafficking? Sex trafficking. Yes. Okay. Oh wow! And, yeah. So yeah. So the Elton Johns Foundation. That's why, to me, it's one of the most powerful foundations because of their transparency, and you see where everything is going, and you see growth. You see people right. changing. You see lives changing. Right. You see that people can finally, basically, live with HIV right. because they are educated yep. and they take their medication. And right. you have to understand. Yep. Somebody. It's really strange to say, but do you know that somebody living with HIV? Mm. Has a, a a better chance of not giving it to you, then you don't know. If you don't know you're sleeping with somebody, you don't know if they have it. They have a bigger chance of giving it to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because somebody living with HIV and taking their medication, oh. and it becomes almost undetectable, oh. they can almost not transmit it to you anymore. So that's why the Elton John, John AIDS Foundation, the way why they fought it so hard, they work with scientists. It's again with science. You know wow. what I'm saying? And then the other one is the Global Gift Foundation. Mm. That is with Alina Peralta and um, 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 Maria Bravo and Eva Longoria. Wow. That foundation is an extraordinary foundation because they support different other foundations. Wow. And that's why to me it's also a very strong foundation and it's, it's something that um, um, has helped everybody. Women, men, children. Um, um, or even um, trafficking. Absolutely. Yeah. How, they, how absolutely. do they empower women? Because they do a lot of women empowerment events okay. where they have women who have been successful or women who have been around doing other philanthropic work to come and speak to other women who want to learn and you can see the women in the room just sitting there like wow I can do that too I feel strong I feel empowered so, that's yeah. amazing they use yeah they use their resources to elevate anyone that they come in contact with mm -hmm. right. to work with right it's really cool strategy yes amazing yeah. really is. amazing in yeah. fact I wish more nonprofits 
took that approach because it's a collaborative if we work together mm. we're going to help more people than just mm. trying to do it on their own exactly yeah. well that's what she marketplace is all about absolutely we want to build this hub you know this community where women can women and women entrepreneurs can really come together yeah yeah. Yep, and, yep, yeah and you're proof too as a single parent mm -hmm. there you go yeah business owner you yeah. still you're still doing your quote-unquote responsibilities Absolutely. i can't think of a better word i mean you're a mom before you're anything else mm -hmm. yet at the same time you're running an international business yeah you're yeah. still making your appearances yeah and all that so it's for, <laughs> absolutely but, for, but there's a lot of women and young young girls out there that you know maybe they've had an unexpected pregnancy at 15 mm -hmm. 16 years old mm -hmm. that they believe mm -hmm. that I can't have a life now. I can't work. I can't do this. They mm -hmm. tell themselves those stories. Mm -hmm. Can you speak to the young women out there that mm -hmm. maybe became a parent mm -hmm. a little young and, and they're, they're raising a child on their own? Yeah. Can you speak to their dreams yes, as absolutely. a single mother? Absolutely. Okay. Especially if they're 15, 16. Oh my God. They have a lot in front of them. A long life. Um, you have, they have to focus on their kid as well. But that doesn't take away that they can still go to school, they can still study, and they can still become whatever they want. There you go. I truly believe that. Absolutely. Yeah. And you wrote a book with your mm -hmm. daughter as well, right? Yes, that's, I'm also yeah, an author. Yes, published <laughs> author. Yeah, we would yes. love to have your book on She Marketplace. Yeah. I think it will be a gift to all of our moms and yes. the daughters out there. Yes. What kind of legacy or impact you want to leave to this world for the upcoming years? I know you're going to continue to support all the nonprofit mm -hmm. you nonprofits you mentioned before. Mm -hmm. Are there anything else on your list? What's your priority? A legacy. Okay. Um, I'm from a small country in South America. And a lot of the kids there, a lot of the young girls, they don't think that they can achieve anything. They think like, okay, we have to work, make money, live, die, and that's it. So I want to make sure that every kid in the world, it doesn't matter what small country, what small village, what small place you're coming from, if you think big, it can all become big. Wow, that put so. a big smile on my face. Yes. I, I was clapping in my heart, I'm like, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> You know, uh, for She Marketplace, it mm -hmm. was built on Miss Fashion Week, which mm -hmm. is 501c3 that focuses on number three and number five mm -hmm. of United Nations Sustainable Global Goal, uh, and that's uh, women's well-being and gender mm -hmm. equality. Mm -hmm. One of our missions is to raise generations of strong daughters. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Right. <laughs> We're on a mission together. Yes, yes, yes. That's my daughter right there. <laughs> yes. So on your journey as mm -hmm. a daughter, as mm -hmm. woman, um, what are the challenges you experienced? How did you build your self-esteem and self-confidence? Um, myself is my brothers. It's really oh, right. crazy that yes. my brothers have a huge impact on my self-esteem because believe it or not, my sisters were not. <laughs> Sometimes it's really strange, but um, um, I, was, I was told more that I can't do something and I should be quiet. Oh, don't sing, be quiet. More from them, from the females, than it was from the males. Wow. And sometimes it's very strange who can really impact you more, you know? 
and um, yeah my brothers were a strong strong foundations in the wow I love what you're doing you can really do it keep doing it I would climb with them in trees you know like when they climb in trees I would climb with them because I was like I can do that you know so aside from just being a tomboy I also felt I could do anything you know because they tell me yes you can as you get older you start to realize that people put importance in that and they feel like hey this is important and, um, and then you start to be more aware of um, um, your body and your surroundings and wait men like this more and this less but it has never impacted me in a way that I changed anything about myself my body or anything I mean everything is natural except my extension because wow. I just love yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow you are but blessed comes to you are blessed body yeah. image yeah. and all that yeah. I I also feel like I have um, unconsciously you do it you take care of yourself right. and I think yeah. I just did it yeah yeah so I yeah. never felt less about yes. myself it, yes and I've, I've I've never done drugs in my life ever. Right, right. And I've seen it around me when I was modeling yeah. and in the whole industry. And yeah. I didn't know what it was to be drunk because right. I was never drunk. Well, one of the things that like, I admire about you so much is your confidence. But the mm -hmm. other side of that, because mm -hmm. some people are confident and they're just cocky. Mm -hmm. That's not you. You're confident, but there's you're humble. extremely humble. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. How did you learn to manage that balance? Because it is a balancing act. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> that's a, that's a I fair just, answer. The thing is, yes, because I feel confident when I talk right. about things. I feel like it is coming from me. Yes. You know. So you know who you are. Because yes, and I've learned to love everything that I talk about I learned to love everything about me it's really crazy but even when I was growing up I grew up a lot with my brother Winston because we we're almost the same age so even growing up I felt like we loved being good people yeah it feels strange but I love being a good person <laughs> you know what I'm saying so to me it was important when somebody said great job that was so good what you just did it, I liked it. It was okay for me for not being bad. Oh, I have to be part of the bad thing. No, I just didn't like that. It wasn't really me. I don't have to be. I will be bad, but I know I have to be bad. <laughs> it's not because somebody forces me and feels, you know. So, um, yeah, maybe that's where the humble part comes in because I just love. I've always loved being a good person. I still feel like it goes back to the foundation that your family instilled in you. Absolutely. You know, sure. that foundation is so strong. You and know? I'm a daddy's girl, and my dad yeah. is the best yeah. human being I've ever met in my life. Wow. That having the family dynamic is a blessing, and there's, but there's a lot of girls and even little boys that grow up and they grow up in a broken home and they mm. see mom and dad fight. They don't mm. have the stability. So, I mean, it is, it's, what a blessing that that is because you it have is. that value system ingrained in you. I really did. And trust me, I've seen my mom and my dad fight too. You know, they have had, there's moments where I go like, oh my Lord, I am a strong daddy's girl. So I'm always on daddy's side and I don't think my mom always liked it, <laughs> but he was, a, he was, a, I don't know how to explain. My mom was a tough one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My dad was letting things go let me just let it go okay just just get your way you know what i'm saying and it was um 
he was so soft about things he was so sweet about things i was really drawn towards him you know so i love that sweet side of him and also for example if i fall asleep in mommy's bed sometimes i did it on purpose so he can pick me up and bring me to my room oh you know what Aww. i'm saying and yeah. he would do that like almost every night if he for example was still in out i would sneak in and sleep there so he would see me and pick me back up it was almost like a routine that i love so much because the bond i had with him you know and i still have with him it is unbelievable that a man basically put that confidence so much in me mm. you know even for example having boyfriends mm. um i was very careful you know i was very careful when i was especially when i was young my brother wanted to kill everybody so <laughs> didn't you date kid <laughs> rock though i did date kid how, rock. how careful is that i know right i was older but i have to tell you kid rock was a i don't know it, it is really funny because kid rock is two different people to different people you know what oh, i'm saying i see to me i saw he is a very kind person mm. You can sit with him in a room. We talk about music, we sing, we go for lyrics, we go for that. A kind person is talking to you. And you, you know, share a lot of common stuff as well because you're both, you know, entertainers. Entertainers, yeah. music. He's a real musician. The guy is a real musician. He's a talent. You know, he's yeah. a talent, yeah. you know? And I know that a lot of people are in the industry stay connected with him, stay friends with him because they know that kind side of him. You know, where for example, you feel sick, he will get you the tea with the mint and make sure that you feel better. That's the type of kind that I'm talking about. So let's end with this show by um, you giving us one line of, of advice to the younger girls out there. It's the simple thing, never give up. There you go. Never give up. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. It's true though. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And it really resonates with everyone everyone mm -hmm. because it, a lot of people they rather give up and say okay let me just stick with this and it's more people than we can ever even imagine because some kids you know they grow up in like um let's say they grow up in a in a home where the, the mom and the dad nine to five they do as best as they can and then the kid is like okay this is as best as i can do because my mom and dad did it okay let me also go do only that because then my mom and dad will be happy but they don't realize oh there's so much out there so yeah. true thank you so much for joining us today we really enjoy the conversations i'm sure our audience will learn a lot from your experiences as well and never ever give up and i'm going to check out i'm conchita as well so um when you get a chance look it up and they are on she marketplace as well <laughs> see you next time <laughs> see you